does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. Glad you could join us on a very busy Saturday night. It's brought to you by... Indiana Donor Network. Coming up, we're going to continue to talk about the NFL Draft and the Colts. We're going to spend some time talking about college baseball and racing. Right now, though, lots going on, as you know. Who better to bring you up to date on all that's happening in the world of sports than the star of the show, Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach Level. NFL Draft Weekend, and it started on Thursday, ended today. Indianapolis Colts, of course, had the fourth overall pick on Thursday's draft. Well, that is for round one. They selected Anthony Richardson, a quarterback out of Florida. The owner of the Indianapolis Colts and Jim Ursay spoke today to the media, and he revealed that the Colts would have selected Richardson first overall. You know, we kind of felt like if we if we had the first pick in the draft, we'd probably take Anthony. You know, that that that's how much we liked him. So we were really fortunate. Yeah, um, of course, you know, when Young went, we thought he would. Uh, you know, Stroud was a little bit of a surprise. So all of a sudden, two have gone right away. That's a little bit different than we kind of thought. And then they made the trade, and then there we were. So, so we were very elated. One thing that Colts fans can be elated about is the fact that Anthony Richardson is such a likable and respectable person at the age of 20 years old. And the character of the Florida quarterback, or the former Florida quarterback, that is, is what sold Jim say. I just think the world of the young man, I, I've spent um, a good bit of time with them. I called him about uh, three hours before the draft, and I said, you know, you know, don't you can't share this call with anyone. The fact that I'm calling and what's going on, anyone calling you? And you know, he said, "Well, I heard a team name a team that had interest in him." And I said, "Did they call today?" He said, "No." I said, "Okay, well, um, you know, there's a good chance you're going to be coming to Indy in three hours." So, so he was excited. But I said, "I don't know. We'll have to see what happens." You know, you know, again through face-to-face conversations, where I just realized what kind of young man that is. Uh, I mean, special. As you can hear from the owner, he's very excited about the future of Anthony Richardson with the Indianapolis Colts. Some other prospects to keep tabs on as they start their NFL careers. Charlie Jones of Purdue was selected in the fourth round. He goes to Cincinnati, so he's a relatively short commute. He's with the Bengals now in Joe Burrow. Aiden O'Connell was also selected in the fourth round. He goes to Las Vegas. That's also where Michael Mayer was selected. They made a trade with the Indianapolis Colts for the 35th pick on Friday night for rounds two and three, and Mayer ended up in Las Vegas with Aiden O'Connell. Payne Durham was selected in the fifth round. He goes to Tampa Bay. He'll play with the Buccaneers and the fourth Purdue graduate to play in the NFL, hopefully. Corey Trice, he's a cornerback. He was selected in the seventh round by the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Jalen Graham was also selected in the seventh round by the San Francisco 49ers. Small college, that is Division II, University of Indianapolis. 
They've got a guy going into rookie minicamp. That'd be Toriano Clinton. He broke almost every rushing record at the school history for UND. He got an invite with the Indianapolis Colts to attend their rookie minicamp. Major League Baseball scores going on currently. St. Louis Cardinals and the L.A. Dodgers. Dodgers take a 1-0 lead. That came at the bottom of the second inning. Clayton Kershaw throwing a no-hitter as they go into the top of the fourth. You can catch that game on Fox Sports 1 if you are listening at home. Tampa Bay Rays, they were down 10 to nothing and did not have a hit going into the top of the seventh. It's now 12-3 against the Chicago White Sox. Lance Lynn started for Chicago, went six in their third, struck out 10, gave up three hits and four runs. Detroit Tigers, they pick a win over the Baltimore Orioles 7-4. The Pittsburgh Pirates played a doubleheader in the nation's capital. They won game one 6-3 and game two 16-1. They are now up to 20 wins on the season. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Minor League Baseball, Indianapolis Indians, 8-5 winners over Columbus tonight. Hall of Fame broadcaster, legendary voice of the Indians, Howard Gilman joins me. Howard, a better night than what we had last night. Good and important win for the Indians tonight. Oh, absolutely, Bob. You're so right about that. And Mr. Palacios, Josh Palacios, stole the show tonight. Now, last night we talked about the fact that both Josh Palacios and his brother Richie both homered, mm-hmm. both had three hits. Tonight it was just Josh. The Indianapolis Indians center fielder belted two home runs, walked twice, made a few nice catches in center field. He has had an incredible homestand with 10 hits in these five games and four home runs already on the homestand. So a great night. The Indians also got terrific pitching from starter Luis Ortiz. That's an impressive uh, run right now. I mean, uh, I mean, think about it. Uh, you, you, obviously, you can't continue at that pace, but th- that is quite an output. Uh, not conser- not it's it's consequential in terms of how it's helped them uh, get some things going and playing well right now. Oh, absolutely! And he hasn't been here that long. He joined the team last week on the road trip. So he's really made an impact. And you know what's also very nice is that his parents are visiting from Brooklyn and they've been able to watch Ah, it all at Victory Field. That's pretty cool. That is really, really cool. All right, so they're making progress. You know, standing-wise, where are the Indians right now? Well, they're not too high. What we have is uh, two 10-team divisions, so they're around sixth or seventh place. They're a good deal below 500, and a big reason was, Bob, was injuries to this ball club because Andy Rodriguez, the number one prospect, has been on the injured list. He just came back tonight. Uh, Gonzalez is on the injured list. Burroughs is on the injured list. So uh, Chris Owens is on the injured list. So that it's not the same team that it was at the beginning of the year, but it's a long season, and hopefully they'll get things going. All right, so we wrap up uh, the uh, the uh, homestand uh, tomorrow, or when, when do we wrap up? Yes, you're exactly right. The homestand wraps up tomorrow, 135 start. Kids eat free every Sunday at Victory Field. 
so we look forward to that. And then the Indians are going to be gone for two weeks. They're going to go to Toledo and to mm. St. Paul, so a two-week road trip mm-hmm. beginning on Tuesday. When you're at the ballpark, always stop by the gift store, buy Howard's book. It's a great book. I've read it multiple times. 61 humorous and inspiring lessons I learned from baseball by the aforementioned Howard Kelman. Howard, thanks as always. Have a great weekend. Bob, as always, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. From IndianaRBI.com, Steve Carl joins me. He's forgotten more about baseball in the state of Indiana that the rest of us collectively know. Hello, Steve. Hey, Coach. How you doing tonight? you get to a game, or did, uh, did the weather turn you around today? No, I didn't get to a game today. Actually, uh, I saw, I saw a lacrosse match today, actually. Oh, you, a man after my own heart. You know, I am an I am an there enormous is a, there is a lacrosse fan. North, yeah, there's an event at Northridge High School in Middlebury called Lax Out Childhood Cancer. They've been doing it for a number of years, and I know some people involved. and uh, And I enjoy that game too. So I, I went and watched a couple of games. They had all the way from junior high all the way up to high school plan. So all all day right. event, right? Like twenty five matches going on, or something like that. My grandson is a uh, lacrosse player. Played uh, started four years at Burbuff High School. They played in the only time they ever played in the state finals. That was his senior year. Play started four years at Hanover. Uh, they uh, never had a winning season. In his sophomore year, they turned it around and played. In his sophomore, junior, and senior year, played uh, in the uh, conference finals. He'd never been in the conference finals before. I'm an enormous lacrosse fan, so uh, I'm happy you did that. All right, so tell me about base. You know what? Hang on. We got uh, this. We got a minute till we go break. I want to. I want you to think about this. And when we come back back after this break, I want you to uh, talk to me about one A. We didn't get a chance to talk about it last night, and uh, talk about that if you can. And uh, kind of give me an idea of uh, looking ahead and what's going on. Because the pairings, pairing show was today. Is that right? It's tomorrow. Sunday. Tomorrow. All right. So we'll talk about that a little bit more. Steve Crawl, come back. We'll talk more high school baseball on Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. IndyCar qualifications today for the Children's of Alabama Andy Grand Prix from Barber Motorsports Park. Races tomorrow. Ramon Grosjean with his second career pole. He just edges out Alex Pelot by a tenth of a mile an hour. So the field will start with Ramon Grosjean, then Alex Pelot, Pato Award third, Scott McLaughlin fourth, Scott Dixon fifth, and Christian Lundgaard will start sixth. Some notables. Will Power, he will start 11th. Marcus Erickson, he leads the NTT IndyCar Series right now in the standings. He will start 13th. Elio Castroneves, 21st. And Jack Harvey, 24th. A lot of the rookies in the back, Pat. Four of the rookies will start in the final six positions. Minor League Baseball today heard from Howard Kelman moments ago. Indianapolis Indians pick up their 10th win of the season. 8-5 final score there. The Peoria Chiefs South Bend Cubs. This is in South Bend. 
And the Cubs pick up a 7-4 win today. They gave up three in the top of the ninth. They were cruising for the most part, but had a sweat there just a little bit as the Chiefs hung up a three spot in the top of that. Nonetheless, Cubs pick up their 12th win, and the Fort Wayne Tin Cubs pick up their fifth win of the season by defeating the Great Lakes Loons 5-2. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Steve Crawl rejoins us from IndianaRBI.com. All right, I talked about we, you and I talked about uh, high school baseball last night. We did not talk about single A and the polls, but you mentioned it, and quite frankly, talking about Clay City. Clay City, number one, Lafayette Central Catholic, Lagodi, Tecumseh, Bar Reeve, Daleville, Lutheran, Indianapolis, Borden, Shackamack, West Dell. Seems to be a preponderance of southwestern indiana teams uh, at the top of the polls in 1a steve absolutely i see you could say lafayette central catholic is not and west Dell is not there in the in that top nine ten teams uh, you're right southwest indiana is well uh, represented bloomfield is getting votes and they're uh, they're right there um west Dell has a kid named Travis Bunch, he's already got five home runs in his first 13 games. So that's something to keep an eye on. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. I'd start walking. I'd start walking him. <laughs> that's an impressive well, yeah, start. Yeah. I, I don't care who you're playing for. We're going to pitch around him. Yeah, then they probably already – other teams probably already are. Like I told you about Max Clark last night, I mean, they just – put four fingers in the air and he right. walked to first base and a lot of guys that are going to knock down the fence. They just don't pitch to them. Um, well, I wish they would. That's because uh, that's our guy here in Franklin. We, we love Wes Clark. All right. So um, you, you, you didn't get out. Obviously weather was bad. So we have some matchups of note coming up this week. Uh, I had looked, that far ahead really except that I'm I'm interested uh in McCutcheon is at Lafayette Jeff on Monday and the reason that interests me is that Clayton Richard is a coach at Jeff mm-hmm. and he went to McCutcheon and was Mr. Baseball right. and Mr. Football there and I might try to get down there if all things you know work out like I say the weather is sketchy <laughs> But uh, that that's one of the uh, weather, yeah. Early things. You know what's kind of cool though. Another thing that is going on this week that and it has been for the last few weeks is that in Fort Wayne they have been playing some games at the Meyer Lake Stadium where the Tin Cats play Park Parkview Field, and they're right. going to have uh, another game, a set of games there uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. And I know Tuesday is Fort Wayne Dwinger and Canterbury and then at 430 and then followed by Lakeland and West Noble. So that's kind of a neat opportunity. I see that the Steel Yard and Gary has been playing games there. They play a few games in South Bend, not as many as they used to, but it's it's, it's cool when the kids can play at those, those big ballparks. You know, it's 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 big time. You mentioned it. We mentioned it. Uh, you mentioned it last night. Um Pairing show uh, tomorrow for the uh, softball, baseball uh, tournaments coming up. So much, as we all understand in Indiana, so much rides on on, uh, on the pairings. I mean, it really, really does, does it not? 
Yes, yes. I believe that the girls, uh, that softball is at seven. I know that baseball is at eight. Greg Rakestraw is going to be on the call for I'm probably thinking of both shows, I think. It's on the IHSATV.org. Yeah. That's where yeah. you, it's streaming. That's where you can find this live, and then it'll be posted to the IHSA site soon thereafter. Uh, a new wrinkle this year, uh, like basketball, they've gone. They're going to a two-game, or I mean, I'm sorry, a one-game regional, and then a two-game semi-state. You know, four teams, so they're actually three games. You know, semifinals and and finals. So uh, that'll make it just a little bit, a little bit different. They've already decided, you know, where the sites are uh, for the regionals and the uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the state. And then they'll, depending on where the draw lands, will be the pairings. And I, they, I'm not sure about the ping pong balls coming out for the semi-state pairings. They might. That might be the, the, the idea. And this is what softball is going to do as well. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's kind of interesting because obviously they've done it in boys and girls basketball. Uh, the reaction was good, you know, without having it implemented yet. What's the reaction of the coaches on it? Well, I think that they like the. Uh, it's more. It's a fair representation of how good their uh, pitching staff and their depth is when they have to go to more than one, and mm-hmm. you don't play in the same day all the time. Although you do that a little bit more in baseball tournaments and doubleheaders and such, but uh, you know this is where you're going to have to have depth in a semi-state, which punches your ticket to the state finals now that's a, that's one game like the regional is but uh that's mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. that generally speaking i think they like it i mean i'm sure there's others that don't but i think i think it's they see it as a fair thing all right all things baseball you want to know about baseball go to indiana rbi.com steve crawl it's always great to talk to you Let's get some good weather now, okay? I'm tired of blaming it all on you. So you need to start working harder at getting better weather to play baseball and softball. I'll do my best. I hope so. Steve, great to have you as always. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Do the same, Coach. Thank you so much. Baseball, Eddie Garrison, you're this is right up your alley, brother. You love my conversations with Steve Craw, do you not? I do. I like finding out what's going on across the state of Indiana so that I can, uh, you know, dip my toe wet, for lack of a better phrasing, uh, with some other schools outside mm-hmm. of the central location of Indianapolis and the Mid-State Conference specifically. There you go. So are you going to be watching the pairing show tomorrow with Mr. Rickstraw? Uh, I will probably take a glance at it. I've got some yard work i got to finish up tomorrow, so uh, oh, hopefully I can get God. that all you done. Know, the, yeah. Fans, Eddie is a new homeowner. Uh, so now, <laughs> yikes. Oh, my first home. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, should have, I should have taken it upon myself to help you. 
Uh, oh, no, I wouldn't to, make to give you that. a heads up. No, well, but, you know, still. Uh, my day today was uh, pool-related. I was going to ask you if out. you were out at the pool today. Uh, yeah. No, it's open. You know, well, yeah, I mean, it's open. I had it open last week, and uh, it's just, you know, I, 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 I don't have the pool furniture out fast enough, Eddie. That's, uh, that's part of my issue today. It, it wasn't out, and... It was not in the right in the right spots. So, Are you the type uh, of guy that has like a oh a, an inflatable bed or something that you just lay on when you go out there in the pool, or do you no, go and no 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 I am uh, I'm pretty laid back. I have uh, a flotation device or two, uh, and I'll, I'll get on it and uh, find myself reading uh, from the side of the pool, or I'll be. Our daughter gave us uh, some massive chase lounges last year. Um, I mean, they had them at their at their house down in Naples, and uh, bought new ones. And these things are. I'll just put it this way. Um, they had them shipped up here. <laughs> I mean, and, and I will tell you that what I considered to be the, the largest truck I'd ever seen pull in our driveway and people jump out and go, hey, we got uh, we got your pool furniture here. And I didn't I didn't realize it was coming. And so, yeah, it was. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm good to just hang out in that, quite frankly. But the way it looks now, we're never going to have sun. So. Um, doesn't really matter, don't you think? Yeah, it looks uh, a little more promising. I was, well, initially it looked more promising tomorrow, but now it's going to be 54 and cloudy. Uh, so, oh. but I mean, next weekend looks fantastic. You're looking about outstanding, about 70 degrees from Thursday on, and then uh, a week from Monday, we're talking about the 80s again. Yeah, people are going to get, you know, start to make plans to get ready to go out to the track. Forget work. Get, oh, get yes. ready. Get, get some good weather and go to the track. I can't wait. All to right, get Eddie. There. It, Eddie's coming up. He's going to be back. We got a lot more to go. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. NFL draft officially in the books for the Indianapolis Colts. Made over 10 selections in this year's draft. Anthony Richardson in the first round, he went fourth overall, the quarterback out of Florida. Julius Brents was a second-round selection from Kansas State. Cornerback selected wide receiver Josh Downs from North Carolina in the third round. Blake Freeland, an offensive tackle from BYU in the fourth. He was their first of two fourth-round selections. Adetomua Adibaire was the other fourth-round selection. He's a defensive end from Northwestern in the fifth round. The Indianapolis Colts had not one, not two, not three, but four selections. Darius Rush, South Carolina corner. Daniel Scott, a safety from Cal. Miami, tight end. Will Mallory, that is the son of IU legend, Bill Mallory. Evan Hole was the final fifth-round selection, a Northwestern running back. Titus Leo, inside linebacker from Wagner, selected in the sixth. And then the two seventh-round selections for the Colts, Jalen Jones, cornerback out of Texas A&M. And the final pick for the Colts this year was Jake Witt, an offensive tackle from Northern Michigan. Going on right now, Western Conference semifinals, Game 1 in Denver, Nuggets, Phoenix Suns. Right now, the Suns have cut down on the Nuggets' lead. It is to 11, 106-95. Kevin Durant with 29 points. Devin Booker with 27. Jokic with 22 and 17. 
Welcome back, everybody. Glad you could join us. We're wrapping up season 29. We've got a couple, we got a, another month to go. And I'm going to take a couple of months off and come back in August for season 30. Let that sink in for a minute. Season 30. All right, let's talk all things Indiana State. Luke Martin joins me. Spring football game wrapping up today. Baseball team nationally ranked. We've got a lot of positive things to talk about in Terre Haute. Hello, Luke Martin. How are you tonight? Season 30, Coach Level? My yeah, you know what? I've been on, been on the air almost as much as you've been on the planet. So, uh, <laughs> well, that is exactly how long I've been on this planet, Coach Level. Thirty well, years. You know what? There you go. Well, you're you know, you're in the broadcasting biz. You know how um, somewhat <laughs> unprecedented unprecedented this really is. I mean, you talk about. I jokingly call it the legendary show. It quite frankly is. Uh, we've done something no one else has ever, number one, tried and clearly never done. And um, I think it addresses a great number of things. One, my lack of judgment in terms of career goals. Uh, <laughs> num- number two, well, it gave me safe haven from uh, from a coaching career. Um, and then, um, you know, we've just been, we, you know how this is, there's a whole lot of luck involved and there's a whole lot of, uh, working with great people like you, uh, uh Eddie Garrison and, and, uh, and Graham Shear tonight who, who are in studio. There's a lot of moving parts in all this and, and, and the kind of show we do, as you well know, we're relying upon great guests like you and others who have been there for us throughout these 29 years that we've been on the air. And so no one does it alone. You never do. Um, But we've been lucky. But I'm always interested. What's fun for me is I get to hear great stories like this baseball team that the Sycamores have. Had a great matchup earlier in the week with the the Aces. And uh, how do you not get excited about spring football when you're in Terre Haute? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I mean, both of those things. I mean, up until Friday for Indiana State Baseball, I mean, they were undefeated in the month of April. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Which, which, which included a win on the road against top five Vanderbilt 10-2, um, which is, of course, Hawkins Field is where Indiana State has gone the last two times they've been sent to the NCAA tournament, and they've been right on the fringe of possibly hosting an NCAA regional. That's how good baseball has been. And you know, turning the attention to football today, there was a lot of recruits, a lot of enthusiasm on campus. And number one, Sycamores made it through the spring without any major injuries. And as you know, as a coach, that's always going to make you smile when you get through the right. spring with that being accomplished. Well, that's the biggest thing. I mean, you you want to you want to evaluate and you want people to to play well and uh you you want to try to, you know, bring in some new concepts and put people at different spots. There are a lot of reasons why you do it, but the most important thing coming out of spring football is please, please be healthy. Yeah, please be healthy and coach Mallory can check that off the list and just you know, so many young guys getting opportunities. That's, of course, the whole whole importance of spring football. And uh, But not just young guys getting that experience. It's young guys who played in the fall and now have a chance to adapt what they actually took in a game last fall and now have a true offseason 
And really, you could see, I mean, there's so many guys you can point to. Uh, you can see throughout the spring coach level that they've made a significant jump. Uh, and that's going to be much needed uh, for an Indiana State team looking to improve after a really daunting schedule uh, last year, which that will never change in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. No, you're right. And it's uh, it's brutal. I mean, that's the only word you can use. It just, it's not fair, quite yeah. frankly. But uh, they've, <laughs> they've, they've, they've done well. Um, but I mean, you know, coming out of it, what, what, what are some of the things that you felt like they needed to accomplish and, and were they able to? Well, you know, as well as I do, uh, whenever I've gotten on to talk to you through the past six years, coach level, um, has been offensive line play and really the battle in the trenches. Um, that is what separates the teams in the Missouri Valley football conference. Right. And I, this is going to be. One of the first years where I think Coach Mallory can actually can use two important words to describe his offensive line. One of them is depth. The other is uh-huh. versatility. Um, I don't just think they have depth in terms of they have a lot of linemen they could use. They have a lot of linemen that are right. versatile that they could use. And, and that's keeping in mind two guys who are presumed starters were pretty much out most of the spring in Adiv Jowney and Michael Ross. So, Keegan Trost had an outstanding spring. He's been a name that I think many people are going to need to know and focus on on that offensive line. Jose Vasquez is a good senior leader. But for me, I think that's what's been most – what I took away from the spring mostly mm-hmm. in the coaches is the improvement up front. Because if you want any prayer to have a chance in the league, you have to be strong up front. Yeah, you know what? I mean, your league is so good that it's one of it's one of two things. You you have to out scheme people, which is hard to do. They're well coached <laughs> and have great players, or you have to be able to find the kinds of kids who can literally line up toe to toe and slug it out with the guys on the other side. That's not an easy thing to do, but it sounds like this is a team that might be able to do that. I hope so. I really do. I, I'm telling you, Coach Love, I think Coach Mallory and his staff has done a really good job recruiting skill right. guys. I've always felt if it's seven on seven, I'm telling you, I think Indiana State skill has been there, uh, even with the North Dakota States and South Dakota States in the league, uh, but it's not seven on seven. Um, you need guys in the trenches. There's that. Uh, eventually, yeah, I mean, you, you got to right. have guys right. in the trenches. So um, that that's a big difference now. And I think the Sycamores are starting to get to that. They they still got a ways to go, but I I mm-hmm. step away from the spring, really optimistic in that regard. He's Matt. Uh, he is Luke Martin, Indiana State spring football game over baseball team. Still really, really good. A lot of ball to play. Luke, I appreciate you staying up late and and appreciate the call. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Coach Level. You too, my friend. Anytime. Thanks. Thanks so much. Coming up, he's on hold right now. We're going to keep him there. The man himself, Matt Taylor, the voice of the Indianapolis Colts, are going to talk a little NFL draft and uh, a lot going on. I mean, a whole lot. Let's just talk. Matt Taylor, how are you tonight? Bob, how are you? Hey, I apologize uh, for the confusion. Um, you know, at my advanced age, as you well know, <laughs> I am the one. You know what? The one good thing about getting old, uh, which I am, 
is that you can play that card and, and people just kind of shrug their shoulders and go, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you are getting older. All right, so I'm scrolling through my phone looking at the draft today. Man, oh, man, they had a bunch of guys. They, I thought they did a great job. I think they have to be ecstatic about how the draft went. Yeah, I mean, it was busy. Today was pretty pretty oh, crazy in terms of – yeah, coming in fast and furious, and your head's on a swivel, as they say. Come on now, you can understand that. Uh, nine nine draft picks today, 12 overall for the Colts in this draft class. It is the highest uh, draft class in terms of quantity for the Colts since Chris Ballard took over, but uh, it's also the highest uh, or the, the, the biggest draft class for the Colts uh, as a franchise since 1992. Uh, they had 13 mm. draft picks that year, mm-hmm. and and Bob, the crazy thing is that was a 13-round draft. Uh, this is a right, seven-round right. draft, <laughs> and so the Colts they were they were wheeling and dealing and trading back and uh, you know acquiring picks, acquiring talent, and so yeah, 12 12 total, uh, two last night, nine today, and then of course you know sort of the headliner, the marquee. Uh, pick there was number four overall with Anthony Richardson to come in and play quarterback. So, yeah, very busy. And I, I think that's sort of, you know, understandable um, considering you're coming off a 4-12-1 season. You know, when that happens, it's time to kind of put things into a blender and shake it up and, uh, you know, changes are necessary. And, you know, some. It's, I think it might be time to kind of infuse the roster with some new young talent and see where it goes. Hey, Matt, I need you to hang on. I know you can. I appreciate you calling me. Matt Taylor and I will come back and talk more Colts football. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison, NBA Playoffs Western Conference semifinals. First game, Denver Nuggets, Phoenix Suns, and it's pretty much over at this point. Monty Williams, the head coach of the Suns, has emptied the bench as his team is down 23 points. The Nuggets currently on a 14-0 run. They've extended the lead now out to 25 points. Jamal Murray has been sensational. 34 points, including six triples for Denver. Nikola Jokic with 24 points, 19 rebounds, and six assists. Kevin Durant, 29-14 for the Phoenix Suns. And Devin Booker who was lightning in that first round against the Clippers for Phoenix scored 27 in the win today or in the loss for the Suns. DeAndre Ayton with 14, Chris Paul with 11. So not much production outside of the two key guys for the Phoenix Suns. On tomorrow's schedule, it will be game seven between the Golden State Warriors and the Sacramento Kings. And this one comes from Sacramento. Right now, the Golden State Warriors have picked up one win in Sacktown. Other than that, they lost the first two games, won the next three, and they got blown out in game six, 118 to 99. Tomorrow's game seven between the Kings and Warriors starts at 3.30, and you can watch that one on ABC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Matt Taylor, the voice of the Colts, rejoins us. Matt, it's pretty well uh, documented. Anthony Richardson, number four pick overall, 
he has incredibly uh, he has great skills. Uh, the upside is massive with this young man. And I really think that, that there's strong reason to be excited about the future of the franchise when you have someone like – and he, he does have things he needs to improve, obviously. But but when you're talking about rebuilding a franchise, you have to be ecstatic about a guy like this as your quarterback. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, you looked at all of the top quarterbacks in this draft, and, and we talked about them you know, for four and a half months ad nauseum with – you know, Bryce Young and Richardson and Will Levis right. and C.J. Stroud. Um, you know, I don't think they're, – they're all going to be, I think, really good players. And I, I just think, you know, when you looked at them, um, they, they weren't the perfect prospect. You know, I don't think in this class there was the, the Andrew Luck or the prototypical can't miss, you know, like not like a Peyton Manning right. or a, right. a John Elway or a Dan Marino. So they all had things, I think, that could tell you that they could play – and they also had maybe one or two things that gave you a pause a little bit. Um, but I think with that in mind, the Colts kind of looked at it and they said, okay, we're, we're picking four overall. There's some things that need to happen in front of us. But to some extent, you know, they're all kind of a, a little bit of a lottery ticket. You know, there's this little bit of an right. unknown. So let's pick the lottery ticket that gives us the highest payout. And I think that unquestionably is Anthony Richardson because of his upside, his athleticism that is – uh, unparalleled, literally, uh, you know, there at the combine with setting all those different athletic records and being able to make all the throws and uh, being able to extend plays and all that. And as you said, you're exactly right. He still has things he has to work on. There's no doubt about that. But I think that will obviously kind of naturally come by just playing more football. You know, he only played 13 games in college. But I said yeah. this, you know. If let's say hypothetically he's not in the draft and he goes back next year to Florida, he's got to clean up a lot of his draft issues in Florida next year just by playing more football, which is what he's going to do here in the NFL with the Colts. So obviously he's going to get better. Certainly he has to clean up the completion percentage and make some better decisions. But I think that's where Shane Steichen comes in. I think that's where the Colts have that conviction that you know he's got a lot of things that we just can't teach. He's got a lot of things that guys just can't do. So it's on us now to get the most out of them in terms of being able to lead this team, operate the offense, being able to be uh, NFL accurate with his throwing. And I think that's where the Colts had belief not only in Anthony Richardson, but a guy like Chris Ballard saying, all right, we hired Shane Steichen for a reason. We hired Jim Bob Cooter as the offensive coordinator for a reason. Right. We hired right. we hired Cam Turner as the quarterback's coach for a reason. Guys, he's in here. He's your guy. Make it work. And that, I think, is really fun. And that's the next you know, sort of step in this process is, all right, you've had the draft. You got your guy. Now you have to make it work. Now you have to develop him. And that starts now. Yeah, and you think about it, too. They also, uh, I think, did a great job in, in filling the needs that they – some of the other needs. Or you, you picked up an, a wide receiver. You picked up a couple of linemen, a little interior guys. You know, uh, the, the Warren Central kid, uh, the Brents kid, gives you a, an absolute tremendous athlete as a cornerback with an, an area that they needed. Got another quarterback a little bit later. So they addressed a great number of needs with some really athletic kids. Oh, I think you hit the nail right in the head right there. I mean, especially today on day three of the draft, um, if you want to you know, use one word to sum up uh, the you know, rounds four through seven for the Colts, 
it's athletic. Oh, my God. These guys are unbelievably athletic with speed and quickness and agility and height and weight. Um, you know, especially there in the secondary, you know, the Colts drafted three cornerbacks in this draft, uh, high, highlighted mm-hmm. there by Julius Brent, as you said, at a Warren Central. Uh, but the three corners that they drafted are big. They're all six foot yeah. two, hey, over two hundred pounds. Yeah. Those are the guys they want. Hey, Matt. Yeah, Matt, I know you've been up all day. I appreciate you calling me. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Okay. I appreciate you, Bob. Yeah, if you want to do it again next weekend, I'm your guy. Let's do it. All right. Thanks so much. Welcome back, everyone. Glad you could join us on Indiana Sports Talk. We got uh, we got more ball to talk about. Um, Mark Janes is Mark with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. All right. We, um, Eddie Garrison, you're with us. Eddie Garrison. I am. Steph Curry and the boys tomorrow, right? Yep. Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. That's game seven uh, in Sacramento. Uh, that's at 3.30. Well, that got... is must-watch TV right oh, yeah. now. Are you kidding me? And Don't what's even think? better? And what's even better is you got game one of the Eastern Conference semifinals between the Heat and the uh, the Knicks right before right. that. So you Ooh. can go from uh, – you're going to go from a game that's, like, incredibly slow and just tough basketball and physical to a right. game that's going to feature two teams just flying up and down the court with a lot of offense. So uh, you get your – you get both sides of it tomorrow with these two matchups. Right. So uh, ESPN and all the experts, their their heads are going to explode when Sacramento wins game seven. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> it's, you know, you, you have the opportunity to win at your place in game six, and, and you literally don't show up. And now you go on the road to play uh, in Sacramento in Game 7. And a Sacramento team who is absolutely desperate to win. Okay, oh, I mean, yeah. Desperate to win. And uh, obviously there's a, I mean, a lot of storylines involved in it and who will respond. But that's why there's uh, a reason, the big reason you want to watch this game tomorrow because of those underlying things. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got the Golden State Warriors, you know, the defending champs. And, right, uh, right. I, I would assume Steve Kerr and all of them would have loved to prefer to close that game out in game six with uh, knowing that how much they've struggled on the road this year. Right. Uh, only 11 wins away from their home arena, so they've struggled mightily. But they've also played a lot of the year without Andrew Wiggins. And I think the part that doesn't or that hasn't gotten enough conversation at least is how he's been able to just seemingly step right back in into that starting lineup and be productive outside of game six like he's fit right back in like he never left and I think that's the most impressive part with the Golden State Warriors but you can just see it right now with the Sacramento Kings with them being so much younger they're just they have a little bit more of an edge to them they have a little bit quicker of a first step and you can kind of see Steph Curry and Klay Thompson just a little bit uh, starting to show their age because they're not knocking down the same shots they were knocking down right, just right. about four or five years ago. 
Well, you have to play the age card, don't you, Eddie? There you go. <laughs> Eddie Garrison coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update, as he does quite a bit. Thanks, Eddie. Thank you so much. We'll come back soon, talk a little more basketball. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk racing with Mark Janes. We're going to spend some time talking about baseball. Brendan King will join us. we got a lot left. We'll continue to talk about the NFL draft, too. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up with Eddie Garrison. This is Indiana Sports Talk.